A teenager dressed as Spider-Man reportedly lures and beats up a pedophile. And a massive semen explosion after a fire hits a bull artificial insemination facility. And the remains of a man missing for 22 years have been found thanks to Google Earth. These are the Weird Stories for Wednesday. This is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. Let's do some weird stories, get some laughs, maybe learn a little bit about technology and superheroes. You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. Yay! A teenager dressed as Spider-Man reportedly lures and then beats up a pedophile. This happened in a place called Wacaba, Brazil. A teenager is said to have lured and then beaten up a suspected pedophile while dressed as Marvel Comics Spider-Man. What an interesting choice for giving a man a beat down at night. I would have went with Batman or maybe Ninja. I like the Ninja outfit. That's a good one. So the media in Brazil has reported that the police have arrested this 15-year-old boy who pretended to be a 15 I'm sorry, a 14-year-old girl on Tinder after beating up a man whose age and name is not disclosed in a park in the evening. The suspected pedophile was taken to the hospital and later to the police gave a statement. The statement isn't here. More details came out on the Twitter account of this Brazilian media company who says our neighbor friendly neighborhood spider-man over here packed two pocket knives and two retractable tonfas along with a bladed brass knuckle wild he handed a flash drive to the police containing chat logs with the pedophile it's not clear at this time what legal action has been taken against either the teenager dressed as spider-man or the man suspected of being a pedophile that was attacked by the spider-man their names were not even mentioned in this article then the article ends by telling you in case you're an idiot that uh, Stan Lee created Spider-Man in 1962. It's a recognizable comic character. It's about a man being bit by a radioactive spider who gains arachnid powers and then attacks all pedophiles in the in the zip code. Just kidding about the pedophile part of that. Who doesn't know what Spider-Man is? Why do you got to even put this in the article? Strange. Sorry, I shouldn't have even read it. Why insult my listeners? Please forgive me, my fellow weirdos. I find this to be a very cool outfit to to choose to give a pedophile a beatdown. I really do. Mad respect to this guy. He put on a onesie. He he did it. He could have just went dressed as a 14-year-old girl. But he's like, no. Perhaps he didn't have anything in his wardrobe that would allow him to look like a 14-year-old girl. However, Halloween is next month. He's like, I I got this Spider-Man outfit. Maybe I just, maybe give it a try tonight. And what better way to give out a Spider-Man, give a Spider-Man outfit a try than taking down a pedophile? For real. I love that he delivered him to the police station with the hard drive. Or did he just show up with a hard drive to the police station? I think everybody was arrested in this case. I love when citizens just kind of take action in their own hands. I really do. You might be surprised to hear that, but yeah. I, I really dig that. Because here's the thing. You go to the police, you're like, there's a pedophile, right? Or whatever. They're like, we want to see evidence. We want to. See- we can't do anything about it. They just won't get off their thumbs and do anything about it. And instances like that, for a citizen to go behind the scenes, open up a Tinder account to pretend to be somebody else, and then bam, nail- I love that. I think that's fantastic. 
this is one of the benefits of the social media and internet is it's allowing people to go undercover to reveal criminals and crimes. This is amazing. And given that Spider-Man's a fictional character, this is really the only time in our history that Spider-Man has actually solved a real crime or contributed to that, right? How many Spider-Man dressed heroes are really out there on the streets doing some shit? Just this guy in Brazil. And I... Man, I gotta give him credit. I love this kind of stuff. A massive semen explosion after a blaze hits a bull artificial insemination facility. A huge fire at a cattle breeding facility in Australia has caused thousands of dollars in damage after at least 100 cylinders containing bull semen were destroyed. Just exploding cylinders of bull semen. Semen flying across the sky. It's a fiery blaze of bull semen. Emergency services were called to this blaze in the early hours in Gippsland, Victoria, Australia. According to the media, it took 10 fire crews more than two hours to fully extinguish this semen-infused fire. A spokesman from the county fire authorities said the fire had completely shredded the building, the insemination building, and that projectiles were coming at the fiery crew while they tried to tackle the blaze. Ooh, projectiles? What were they made of? Bull semen? I wonder. Giant globules of bull semen were projectiling from the sky, landing on the fiery crew. The liquid inside the cylinders was rapidly expanding. And the tops of the cylinders were just popping off and projectiles were being thrown from the building. Are they going to tell us what these projectiles were made out of? I mean, I'm guessing it's pieces of bull semen. But they don't say. Apparently the firefighters did a magnificent job in putting out this this uh, semen-laced blaze. One of the firefighters said that uh, they never had they had never had anything to do with the artificial insemination side of things before during his career. Yeah, well you you did a good thing, sir. You you stopped. Who knows what what flaming semen could, you know, the damage that could do to the surrounding area. I mean, I would hate to be the neighbor in this instance. You got bull semen landing landing on your roof on your car. How do you get that out of your car? Probably ruins the paint. Bull semen? I'd imagine. I don't know much about it. You know these firefighters are going to laugh at this though for years. Hey, remember that time we put the fire out at the bull semen plant? Oh man. One of the firefighters definitely got covered in bull semen and they're making fun of this guy for the rest of his life. Do you remember when that projectile landed on top of you, Tommy? Yeah. Although they probably... Remember when that projectile landed on you, Tommy? Is that a pretty good Australian accent? Yeah, bull semen, eh? What do you do with a projectile made of bull semen? What do you do? That was more like a... That sounded like one of the Beatles, actually. I apologize. I gotta say, though... uh, This is the weirdest place that I've ever heard of a fire breaking out. Yeah, for true. For true. The remains of a man missing for 22 years have been found thanks to Google Earth. For over two decades, William Mould's family was left with unanswered questions about his disappearance. Now they have some closure because of a startling discovery made on Google Earth. 
Molt, who was 40 at the time of death, seemingly vanished from Palm Beach County, Florida on November 7, 1997. That evening, he called his girlfriend from a bar to tell her he would be home soon. Shortly afterward, he was seen leaving the bar alone and getting in his vehicle. He reportedly did not appear intoxicated. That night, 22 years ago, was the last time anybody would see him alive. Recently, a previous resident of a neighborhood in Wellington, Florida, was looking at the neighborhood on Google Earth when they noticed something in the water. In the images from Google Earth, you could see what appears to be a car in a retention pond that is flanked by homes in the neighborhood. The former resident, who was not identified by the police, then contacted a current resident who lives adjacent from the submerged object. The current resident activated his personal drone, flew it into the air, and confirmed what the previous resident saw and immediately contacted the authorities. The object spotted turned out to be a vehicle that was heavily calcified, and after removing it from the pond, police discovered skeletal remains inside. The remains were transported to the medical examiner's office for processing, and on Tuesday they were positively identified as molt. Fascinating. Using Google Earth to solve crimes. Technology, baby. I'm fascinated by Google Earth and satellite uh, archaeology. That's kind of a thing that I'm into. I know, Jonesy got a little bit of a nerd side that you don't know about. I'll, I'll just tell you what I'm into. Yeah, uh, I think satellite archaeology is really fascinating to me. Uh, a young boy discovered an entire Mayan city using uh, satellite imagery, Google Earth. There's Google Earth, and then if you want to spend a little bit more money, you can get a very a much more rich uh, satellite imagery experience, like in like a, a program. Uh, that professional program is actually used by these satellite archaeologists, as they're known as, and they discover ancient ruins and structures, man-made objects, uh, all over the world using using uh, the satellite imagery. The Google Earth itself is free and really fun to use if you haven't tried that out. I've watched a lot of YouTube videos about weird stuff found on using Google Earth. Like there's all these weird shaped buildings and structures and like uh, geographical formations. You're like, is this man-made? What is this? There's like this weird shit all over the world that you can see using Google Earth. Oh, it's so fascinating. I could spend all day doing that. Wow, what a dork. Oh my God, I can't believe I just admitted that. Well, guys, you just learned something new about me, yeah. Um, although I think you knew I had a nerdy side. But never did I ever think that you could find, you know, dead bodies. Because they're so tiny, they're so small. If it wasn't for the car in the pond, I don't think they would have found this guy. Because just some skeletal remains are too small to see on Google Earth, like really clearly, you know what I mean? But you can find a car in a lake or a pond or something, you know, if it's like just below the surface. This is just another way for the police to search for criminals and evidence. Another way for them not to leave the station. You know, they're all about Facebook. Now they're going to be solving crimes through Google Earth. That's what's going to be happening. <laughs> Fantastic. I mean, lastly, I'll just say that it's very nice for the family to get closure. You know, to not know where your relative is for 20 years. I mean, how did anybody not see this car in the pond in a neighborhood? I'm just astounded by that. You know, nobody heard it. I mean, it's in a residential area. I'm looking at the photo. It's like there's houses all around. 
Who doesn't know that there's a car in the pond right there? I mean, these people just... Well, they're... I mean, it's Florida. They're probably extremely old. Can't hear anything. <laughs> oh, did I slip into Florida story unknowingly in the middle of the week? Wow, weird. I really like this one. I had to get on it, though. But don't worry. There'll be more... Way more dysfunctional Florida stories by the end of the week that I can get to. This one is... This is kind of like a mystery story, which I, I really dig. More of this. Hey, what's up, my loyal listeners? I appreciate you for tuning in. Tuning in? I keep saying tuning in. I hate that. I gotta upgrade my lingo. I appreciate you for uh, downloading and streaming. What about that? Yeah. I'm so technological. You know the deal. I want to give a shout out to Jen who wrote me an email to funnyjones at gmail.com. She included an article for me to cover. Very nice. Jenny Wisner or Wiesner says, here's a funny story for you, Jonesy. I listen every day before work and you really make me smile. Hope you find this funny. That's just lovely. Short and sweet. Oh, much love. You guys can reach out to me anytime. Funnyjones at gmail.com. I love, love, love to hear from you. Uh, also got an email from, who is this right here? Hold on a second. Somebody named Paul Whipf, W-I-P-F, Ugh, I can't say it, Whipf. Paul, get a normal name, man. Everybody around you is struggling here. Whipf, Whipf. Looks like it's about to be Wiffleball, but you changed your mind. <laughs> That'd be a cool last name. Paul Wiffleball. That's great. Paul sent me uh, a link to an article. And I love that as well. He didn't compliment me or anything, but I i just assume he loves me. Anybody who reaches out to me, I just assume you love me. Is that, am I, is that over the top? Is that, am I being too, being too presumptuous? Well, listen, I love you guys. So you can take that to the bank. If you love me, call me. 646-450-2012. You can reach me up on the social media platforms such as Instagram. Oh, yes. At Funny Jones on Twitter, at Funny Jones as well. On Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. And uh, I left my number, right? 646 450 2012. Please check out my Patreon. That makes me feel good. Inside Patreon.com, P A T R E O N.com slash Weird AF News. Join the Patreon and you get yourself. What would you get? Well, you can just go back and forth with me on the private messaging. That's pretty cool. A lot of us are having a chat on there. You could join us. Uh, you also get the videos that I've been posting and the bonus episodes, which I put up yesterday for September anyways. I'm going to do a second one from New York. One of my funny friends. Uh, yeah, so you get... Oh my, we must have like... It's got to be 24 hours, 25 hours of bonus episodes on there, right? I'd imagine. I don't know. Any of my patrons know? Anyways, it's just a good way to enjoy me on on some other level. So check it out. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Thanks again for listening. Please refer me to a pal or a friend or a, an enemy. It's all good. Just refer me. Say, hey, here's a podcast you should check out. Why the hell not? Hey now. Let's spread the Weird AF News all around the world, shall we, guys? Oh, couldn't do it without you. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>